Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Beth Hayes, who had an escape wedding at Disneyland. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how escape weddings work out in California and how Beth's day turned out. So welcome, Beth. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. How did you guys decide you wanted to get married at Disneyland? I think that that was kind of always in my cards my entire life. My parents are kind of Disney crazed people and they took us to Disneyland every year since we were born and kind of just when I told them I was engaged, the first thing they said was like, cool, let's look at Disneyland prices. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And so how did you choose between Escape and Wishes? For those of my listeners who are more familiar with Walt Disney World, Disneyland also has Escape and Wishes, but their Escape includes a meal, which makes it really attractive as a package, I think. I think that was kind of part of it. We aren't the best with money and, you know, we wanted to be able to spend most of our money in Disneyland on things for our honeymoon and stuff. We didn't want to spend all of our savings on the wedding. So we did escape because it was pretty inclusive and we didn't have to worry about much with it. And it was really affordable. That's great. So it sounds like your parents were super on board with the idea of a Disney wedding going so far as to suggest it. How did the rest of your friends and family react when they found out that's what you were going to do? I mean, most of the ones on my side were pretty excited about it. Most of us are pretty into Disney. Um, I think it was just kind of harder for some of my relatives that knew that they would not be able to go because of money and travel and work and things like that. So that part of it was difficult for some of them just because, you know, they wanted to be there, but there's just no way they could. So we ended up actually having a second reception in my hometown for those family members that couldn't make it, which made it a little easier on them. Steven's side of the family was, I think, a little more reluctant about it at first. But, you know, I think after all is said and done, everybody really enjoyed it. And it pretty much worked out really well for both sides of the family. That's cool. How far away is your hometown? We're about five and a half, six hours away. And so is Steven's family, immediate family, I mean. So Disneyland was kind of the halfway point for his family and my family. We're not too far from it, but far enough that it's a little bit of a drive. Got it. So how many people ended up making the trip? We had 18 guests because that's the maximum that you can have for the escape wedding. We had mostly family, a couple friends, and then actually I invited a couple girls from the Disneyland bride group that I met on Facebook which turned out really nice because I got to meet some of those girls and I haven't before. So that was nice. That's awesome. Which locations did you guys use for your wedding? We used the Adventureland Gazebo for the ceremony location. And we used the Mark Twain Ballroom for the reception. 
Now, I know the Adventure Lawn is near the Adventure Tower at the Disneyland Hotel, and it's beautiful. I love all the foliage around there. Which building is the Mark Twain Room in? The Mark Twain Room was in the Frontier Tower. So is that the one with all the windows and it looks out over the pool area, sort of? Yes. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. That's a good one. Yeah, it, it was really pretty, and it's got a little terrace out in front that we could take pictures at. Oh, nice. And then which options from the escape package did you choose? We had two different meals to choose from and a few cakes, and that was pretty much it. Did you modify the menu at all? We didn't. We chose one of the two options that they had. I can't remember exactly what the option was called, but it was um, the roasted Meyer lemon chicken and asparagus, carrot, spears um, with the vanilla bean creme brulee for the dessert. That's nice. And then for the cake and the bouquet, do they give you just options to choose from at Disneyland like they do at Disney World? Yeah. For the cake, we did have some options to choose from. We ended up going with the Mickey's Delight Round, which was a two-tiered cake with little gold Mickey accents on it. And for the bottom, we had golden vanilla with raspberries. And the top tier, I think, was just golden vanilla and vanilla custard. And then for the bouquet, we weren't presented any options, but I did send them a picture of the bouquets that I had made from silk flowers for my maid of honor. And they matched it really, really nicely to the one that I had made for her. That's great. So can you give my listeners a basic timeline for how the day ran? From start to finish, basically, I woke up at about 5 a.m. because I couldn't sleep anymore. And we headed over to my dressing room at six. That's when it opened for us. And we kind of just, my sister and my mom and my bridesmaid and I just kind of hung out in there for a little bit. They had some water bottles on the table. So we just kind of relaxed for a little bit. And then around seven-ish, I started doing my hair and things like that, still in my PJs. (laughs) And so we got some of that taken care of because I knew that I was the hair was going to take the longest. We did it ourselves. So we started on that. Around 8 a.m., they opened up the reception room for us to go into and decorate. So we went in there with all of the decorations that I had made and brought, and we set everything up on the tables how we wanted it. And um, our day of coordinator was actually really awesome in the sense that she helped me set some stuff up. She knew I was a little stressed about needing to get my makeup done and everything else. So she took over most of it and I told her where I wanted everything and she just kind of took charge and put everything out for us. Um, so we went back into the dressing room, finished up my hair, got my makeup done. I had a couple people come in, talk to us about this and that, just family members asking how we were doing and stuff. Around nine-ish, I think her name was Carolyn. She's one of the reverends that you can use for Disneyland. Um, she didn't actually do our ceremony. Stephen's father did because he's a pastor. But she came in to take care of all the legal aspects of the marriage license. She came in, had me sign it, had my witness sign talk to us about how long it would take to get everything back. And then she went over to the groom side and took care of, you know, the rest of it from there. And then around 930, my planner and my day of coordinator came back in, helped us get finished the finishing touches. I got my wedding dress on and I took just a few pictures in the dressing room with my photographer. And then right on time at 10, 
they started walking us out to the area. It's kind of nice because with an escape, you don't have a rehearsal, so you don't really know what to expect. But they did a really good job at saying, okay, this is where you're going at this time and kind of just pushing everybody into their little spots. So ceremony was at 10. Everything went great and smooth. Reception started at about 11.15 because I had told my planner in advance that I was not only changing dresses, but I was also taking more photos after. So after the ceremony, we did my bridals. I changed into my reception dress and we did a couple more photos. And then reception started around 11.15 with our first dance. We sat down, were served lunch. And then after that, it kind of just normal things. We did the honeymoon dance and then we started to take some more photos with the family and everything after um, cut the cake right towards the end and then went out and took more photos. So that was pretty much it from start to finish for, you know, getting ready, the ceremony, the reception. I don't know much about the cleanup, because with an escape wedding, you do have to clean up your own decorations and take everything with you. My parents took care of that. So I wasn't involved with that part of it, but they got it taken care of. Oh, that's nice. And then I know that an iPod hookup comes with the package. Who Did somebody run that for you so they could cue your first dance and things like that? The iPod hookup comes with the ceremony. So with the ceremony, you do have the hookup. They've just added new speakers onto the gazebo. So you can hook up your iPod for the ceremony. My bridesmaid's friend came who's actually a DJ. So he's familiar with all the equipment. They have a fader. So, you know, he can judge when the song should, you know, slowly fade in and fade out and switch songs. So he's he's really knowledgeable in that. So he kind of just took charge and did everything. I had printed out a list of songs for him. And I had written down when everything was supposed to go. (laughs) So he knew, you know, this is the song that the groom and the wedding party is walking down the aisle to. This is the song that I'm walking down with my dad. He had all of that taken care of. For the ceremony, it is included. If you want to use the iPod hookup for the reception, it is separate. I'm not positive on the number, but I believe it was about $95 in addition And you have the iPod hookup for the whole ceremony so that you can play your first dance song and, you know, any background music that you want. Otherwise, the background music is just the music that they play in the lobby of the Disneyland Hotel. And he took care of all of the music still during the reception. You can't charge your iPod when you're actually playing your music. You don't you can't use their outlets. So what I did was I went to Hobby Lobby and bought an external charger and I had my playlist backed up on my iPad and my iPhone. And I also had my charger just in case those two both failed. I had a backup. So that was nice, even though we didn't actually have to use it. It, Everything ran perfectly on the battery that I had just charged my iPad with. So the iPod hookup does come with the ceremony venue. It does not come with the reception. You do need to add it on. Okay, that's great to know. And it sounds like you were able to do all your own decor for the reception. Also, it wasn't like a big deal that you were not using a Disney vendor or whatever. Yeah. Um, I made my menus. I made the programs. I made the little table markers. I don't. I think they're called escort cards. I made all of those with all of the guests' name on it. Everyone had an assigned seat. Since there's not many guests, it was easy to do that. 
I made table markers so everyone knew which table they were sitting at. I bought some silk rose petals and just kind of sprinkled those around. And I had brought some Disney things that I've collected over the years for decorations for the guest book table. A long time ago, my parents bought me a Sleeping Beauty Gallery of Light shadow box. And Sleeping Beauty was the theme of the wedding. So that kind of fit in perfectly. It's a little black box you can buy at Disneyland. You turn on the light and it just kind of lights up this little scene from the movie. And I also brought for our engagement party, my dad bought us a vintage Disneyland ticket book, which is the invitations that I made for the wedding were in, they were actually little Disney ticket books that I made. I made them from scratch from sort of from a template that I had found online, except it was for Photoshop and I don't have that. So I kind of had to play around with it and figure it out myself for paint, but they turned out really cute. But since we did that for our invitations, the ticket books, I brought the vintage one that my dad bought us and put that on display and just some other little Disney things I put around. There's a little pin that goes around the Facebook group. It's the little Mickey and Minnie getting married pin. And so I put that on display and I think that was pretty much it. I didn't go too crazy with the decorations. Hmm. Well, this is great. It sounds like that you did a lot of DIY. What other aspects of the wedding were the most important to you where you focused most of your attention or your budget? What I focused most of my attention on was actually mainly just my dress. That sounds weird, but I didn't want to bustle my wedding dress. I don't like the way they look. I wanted to have a nice reception dress that looked Disney, that looked princessy. And I found a perfect dress on mod cloth and got that one. And I don't know why, but for some reason that was just, that was a really big deal to me getting that dress. At first when I had bought it, I was like, oh my gosh, that was so much money. That was such a bad idea. But then I thought about it and I was like, no, it's, it's a big deal. It, there's going to be pictures of it and everything. If I had bustled the, my wedding gown, I knew I wouldn't have liked it. And there's going to be pictures of it for the rest of my life. So it was important to me to have something that I was going to like, feel comfortable in and not feel like I'm, you know, not able to breathe or anything in. So I don't know that just for some reason, that was just a really big deal for me. That's interesting. And then were there aspects where you saved money or you didn't put as much effort in? Especially with like the add-ons, like having the characters come or using the crystal coach. I wasn't really, I didn't feel like those were really necessary. I felt like our money was better spent on other things like the dress and other add-ons that we would have liked more. It would have been really awesome to be able to take pictures with the characters, but it just wasn't that important to me, you know, so we just decided it made more sense to save money on it and not worry about it. Okay. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? This is a weird answer, but this is the first thing I think of. And I know probably Stephen thinks of it too. During our ceremony, I don't know where they came from, but these two cats started fighting like loudly during the ceremony. This one little black cat was crouching and like pouncing on birds and stuff and another cat I guess got upset with it and they started this loud vicious fight in the middle of the ceremony and it was just kind of nice because it everybody was kind of you know just sitting back and listening to his dad 
talk and do his thing. And it was kind of just a nice little space for everybody to just kind of breathe and laugh for a second. I thought it was funny. That's great. And it's classically Disneyland because Disneyland is known for its feral Cats. cat population. Yes. <laughs> so we saw two of them then. And I had always heard that they never come out when there's people around. But now I know they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, so then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Honestly, it would take a lot of thinking for me to find something that went wrong. Like, That's great. I honestly... I don't know if I just got awesomely lucky or what, or if I'm just not a picky person, but I can't think of anything that did not go the way I wanted it to. Everything seemed to go really seamlessly and smooth. Everything just going from one thing to the next, just the way that I wanted it. I really can't truly think of anything that went wrong. That's great to hear. And then was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal or was very stressful to you and then turned out not to be a big deal? Yes. I was very stressed out about the way that things would run. Like I said before, the escape package does not come with a rehearsal. That made me very nervous. I hadn't been to a wedding since I was like 11 and I don't remember anything about it. And I just, I didn't know how things were going to go. I didn't know how anybody was going to know where or when to walk or how fast. I was really nervous about nobody having any idea what to do and everybody just kind of standing around confused. But our planner and day of coordinator took charge of everything. She was there telling everybody where to walk and when and how fast. Like I remember my dad and I, when we were first starting to walk, she cues us and she starts to make us walk. And this is before anybody could see us. I guess we were kind of like racing. We were bolting down. We didn't think about it. And, you know, she would put her hand up, hand up and tell us to slow down and, and it just worked out really well. But it, that was probably my biggest stress the whole entire, you know, six months of planning this wedding. That's just the biggest thing that I was so worried about. And, you know, now I see that there was no reason to worry about it, but beforehand it just seemed like a huge deal. That's interesting. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? not stressing, I guess, about things that, you know, you're worried about. For some reason, I didn't ever bring this up to my planner in the sense that I was stressed about it. I had asked about how things went, but I never let her know this is a huge deal to me. This is actually really worrying me and causing me a lot of stress. I never told her that. I wish I would have now because she could have explained things a little better to me about how things would go. But I just never took the time to tell her, you know, this is causing me bridal nightmares and lack of sleep. Oh. Like, it's bad. And also, just like a little tip, I wish I had been a little more mindful of the fact that we had a photographer <laughs> taking photos of us. I think about it now, and there were times that I was just kind of like slouching and not really paying attention. I'm like, I'm going to look bored in my picture. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, you know, act fake or anything or poised, but I just, I wish I had thought more about the fact that there was somebody taking up close photos of me at every second of the ceremony. And well, we'll see how they turn out. I'm sure they turn out just fine, but I wish I had thought about that in the moment. But, you know, that's probably the last thing on your mind in the moment. Well, and that's good that you weren't because some people are 
petrified of getting their photos taken. And so you weren't worried about it at all. I forgot about it. I didn't even notice until almost the end of the ceremony when we started doing the ring ceremony. There were bees also flying around and I was looking at one and I saw the camera and I thought, oh my goodness, I forgot that someone was taking pictures of us. (laughs) Uh, And I also like the point you made about talking to your wedding planner about things that are stressing you out. I think a lot of times, especially when we're members of Facebook communities or message boards, we take all of our problems to our fellow brides and that is great and they offer great advice. But sometimes things can be very easily and quickly resolved if you just mention them to your planner. And I'm sure they would like to know if there's something that's stressing you out so that they can mitigate that. Yeah. And I mean, I can't even tell you how many times she would say, you know, do you have any questions? Is there anything that you're concerned about? And for some reason, I just, I don't like to complain. I don't like people to think that I'm complaining or anything. So I didn't want her to think that I was upset about not having the rehearsal. I just kind of would, you know, nonchalantly be like, yeah, everything's fine. No big deal. And then I get off the phone and freak out and (laughs) there was no point. I could have just told her about it and we could have had everything worked out and would have saved me a lot of stress. Oh, that's funny. Well, this is great stuff, Beth. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I think it's going to be really instructive to people who are considering an escape wedding at Disneyland and a lot of great tips that'll save them some stress and maybe even some money. So thanks so much. Yeah. (laughs) That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>